0: means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Tracy Murda on behalf of Richard Jacobs here at Future Tech Podcast. Today, I'm excited to welcome special guests. Dan Bates, President and CEO of Impact PPA. Dan, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you?
2: I'm doing fine, Tracy, and thank you for having me.
1: Excellent. Well, let's just jump right in and let's get a little background on you, Dan. Tell me a little bit about yourself and what led you to Impact PPA and just kind of a little info on who
2: you are. Sure, sure. I started in the renewable energy industry about 10 years ago. Um, I segued out of a career in technology and technology startups, and about 10 years ago wanted to do something in sustainability, came up with an idea for a product that was a fully integrated wind and solar renewable energy device, and have been selling that product all over the world. We've probably shifted to greater than 35 countries at this point. I've got four and a half, five megawatts on the ground, running and operational all over the world. And then recently have been exposed to some of the benefits that incorporating the power of the blockchain and what it can avail itself of in conjunction with renewable energy has really given rise to what we're doing at uh, Impact PPA.
1: So tell me a little bit about Impact PPA when the organization began. What was sort of the, the need that you saw out there in the vision and goal?
2: Sure. Um, As I mentioned, I've been working in 35 countries or more. Many of those countries are emerging economies around the world. And as you learn more about how business is done in those countries, one of the things that became very clear was they all suffer from the same problem. And that is a lack of energy. That notwithstanding, it's a lack of access to capital so that they can improve the lot of their people by providing clean renewable energy, or energy of any kind for that matter. And the problem that we saw and that we sought to solve with Impact PPA is, how do you get over that financial bottleneck, which is presented by the likes of the NGOs out there, or the World Bank, USAID, Power Africa? They're all great institutions, but they're slow to move, and they're very costly to get through the system. So, if you've got a project in a small country in Africa, for instance, I've got one right now, it's 22 megawatts. I can't find a lender. I can't find somebody who will step up and put a guarantee in place. Countries, you know, it's a solid country, right? But right. getting it financed is difficult. So, we then looked at what if we can use the community in the blockchain that are interested in social good? They're interested in the effects of climate change, and how to mitigate those effects. And they want to put their money into some things that are going to have a positive impact on the planet. And we started Impact PPA with just that goal in mind of bringing these like-minded individuals into an environment where they can have a unique outcome on a project and a voice in that project. And that's really what was the genesis of Impact PPA.
1: So tell our listeners how Impact Platform essentially works. How does it all really start? Kind of walk me through the the process.
2: Okay, sure. So it starts on a pillar of what we call the smart PPA, and that is a software platform that we are developing that allows for anyone to input a requirement. Uh, a power purchase agreement is the, the acronym is PPA. So. Smart PPA is a smart power purchase agreement whereby anybody can say, I need two megawatts for my village in Kenya. I need 50 megawatts for my country in Madagascar. doesn't matter where it is. They submit the requirement and all of the technical detail to the community, the impact PPA community, and then the impact PPA community can have a voice in whether they want to fund and approve that project or not. If it gets approved, then we move forward and provide the facilitation layer to get that hardware on the ground and get it up and generating energy as quickly as possible. And that's really the key being able to go from idea, concept of project to installation and generation of energy quickly in a matter of months, not years. And that's what Intact PPA is designed to do. So once we have a project approved through the Smart PPA, which also, by the way, allows for infinite scalability because it, you know, projects can come from anywhere in the world. It doesn't need to be third-world countries. Somebody in you know, California has a big rooftop and they want to do a, a power purchase agreement, they can, they can submit that request as well. So it can happen all over the world. But once they have that, then we have a, a, a token mechanism that allows for the token purchaser of the base token, which is called the MPAC, M-P-A-Q, to be used as the mechanism by which the projects are funded. And then we spawn a second token called the NRG. And the NRG token is what is used in the market by the end user to purchase the power that's being generated by our systems. So that the, uh, we're basically then building an international or global energy currency around the NRG, which is tied specifically to a power purchase agreement. So it's a new way of looking at energy, right? Now it can be provided to end users all over the world on a pay-as-you-go basis, very much like what happens with cell phones, right, in the, in the emerging economies of the world. Right. You just charge your phone with more minutes. In this case, you just charge your home with more kilowatt hours. That's what we're doing.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. So what are users saying? Well, first let's start off with who is using this? Who is it for? You talked a little bit about it's not just for third-world countries.
2: It can be used for anybody. That's the uniqueness of the platform. A utility company can submit a power purchase agreement to the smart PPA, whereby we would install tens or hundreds of megawatts, whatever the number is, for the utility company. The Utility company would then pay through the NRG token back to, win, to, um, to uh, impact PPA. And they would then sell that energy to their customers through the use of smart meters. And those smart meters allow for this, as as I said, this pay-as-you-go model so that the utility company can now turn on or off the energy being provided to a small business, a residence, a government building. It doesn't matter what it is. So the, the utility company acts as the proxy for the end user. In the case of the end user, it might be that a small village needs a microgrid or that a large industrial manufacturer needs a microgrid, they can apply for the PPA through the platform, the equipment gets approved of and installed, and then is paid for by that individual user, whether it's a business or a residential setting or whatever. And that way, it's as I said, it's very scalable this way, and it's not tied to the old legacy utility model. Okay. You understand?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what have been some of the challenges in this space that you've run into and and overcome, I guess?
2: Um, The biggest one is what what I've mentioned, is access to capital, Mm -hmm. allowing for projects to be deployed without having to go through the, and I'll call it what it is, the pain of getting projects approved by these old guard banking institutions. Um, That's really the only issue that we've ever faced. I just recently finished a project in Sudan, where we deployed a half a megawatt, so 500 kilowatts of energy, for a really good customer. Credit worthy, great guy. Um, it took him over six months to find a bank that would stand up the financing for a, a, you know, a $500,000 project. We, with Impact PPA, we could be generating energy already. We could be on the ground producing power for those people who really need it the most. It would take a matter of weeks, not six months before we can even get started. So we've got to get some of these layers of, of bureaucracy out of the way, strip it away. Another nice byproduct of what we do with the uh, smart PPA is that it does reduce corruption. Because when a project is submitted to us and it's approved, what gets delivered is hardware. It's not like the World Bank is going to write a check for $100 million for a solar farm and $10 million of that money is going to get put to work and the rest of it is going to end up in somebody's pocket. So we think we have a a win-win there in the fact that we can provide energy to those who need it and reduce or mitigate a lot of the corruption that takes place in these third world countries.
1: Dan, I think your your use cases are really interesting. Are there any others or favorites that you can share with our listeners?
2: I, I got a couple of them, yeah. Um, one of my favorite projects that I've done in my career was in a small town in Nigeria, Ibadan, Nigeria. It's a, you know, it's a village, not even a town. Right. A gentleman came to us and had a problem, and that problem was he's a chicken farmer and when he left his chickens outside to roam freely, they were eaten by the wild animals in Nigeria. So he put them in a, in, a, in a pen, in a chicken coop, right, with a roof. But that chicken coop gets really hot, and the chickens were dying. So he, And, of course, he's not on the grid. So we connected a unit for him, and it does nothing more than power a fan and some lighting. So now he can blow a big fan, move air through his chicken coop, keep his chickens alive, and has created a business for himself where he can now sell poultry to his small village.
1: Uh And, you
2: know, he's created a little economy for himself. He's providing for his family. He's also providing for the villagers. I mean, that's what gets me up in the morning.
1: Those are the kind of projects
2: I love. Yeah, yeah. Another one that we did in Argentina a couple of years ago was they had a problem at the edge of their grid where they just didn't have enough power to push to the residents in these remote areas. They didn't have any land to do it. Where are we going to put it? So they had a median between two highways. Um, just a, you know, a nice green space, of course, but it was unusable land. So we suggested, what if we put a couple of megawatts in this median between the highways, connect it to the grid, and provide power to the outskirts of Buenos Aires? So we took this unusable land and turned it into a really turned it into a profit center for the Argentine utility company. So there's so many ways to use this and so many positive things that can come about when you make the switch to clean renewables. Um, You just got to be creative and the sky's the limit.
1: So how does one go about getting started with Impact PPA?
2: Um, Well, we have we're doing an ICO. Initial coin offering, we prefer to call it an initial token offering, an ITO. Um, And we have a pre-sale that's open right now. So if somebody would want to be involved in the company and have a voice in this community, I would encourage them to go to impactppa.com. They can read our white paper. They can learn about some of the projects that we've got. Take a look at the video of, of our products and our installations all over the world. And feel free to contact us or participate in the pre-sale. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag Impact PPA and learn a lot about what's going on. It's a really exciting space to be in. It's moving really, really quickly. So there's lots of stuff happening every day in what we're doing. And I'd encourage people to at least follow us. Keep an eye on what we're doing. I think you'll be impressed.
1: And one more time, the website and, and Twitter handle?
2: Sure. Um, our website is impactppa.com, and you can follow us on Twitter at hashtag impactppa.
1: And one last question for you, Dan. What are some things that y'all are working on and have anything exciting in the pipeline that you can actually or at a point where you can share with us?
2: We've got projects all over the world that we have teed up, um, projects that are going to take renewable energy. Leverage the transparency and trust of the blockchain, and marry the two in installations all over the world that are greater than 200 megawatts right now. 200 megawatts is a considerable amount of revenue for this company. It's probably close to a a quarter billion dollars, plus the long tail revenue stream of the recurring payments. <laughs> um, we are doing, for instance, telecom towers where where telcos keep their telecom towers in remote parts of the world alive using diesel generators, we can replace that diesel generator at the foot of the tower with solar panels and wind turbines now, all managed on the blockchain. We are doing projects where we're illuminating schools and providing Internet access for off-grid schools throughout India. We've got projects in Africa, uh, in Sudan, in Ethiopia, in Kenya, in Ghana, all of those where we're providing microgrids for smaller scale installations. So there's lots of things going on literally all over the world. Right now we're focused on completing our our um, ITO process. And as the first of the year approaches, we're going to be doing these uh, deployments, um, adding power to, for instance, in Haiti, we're we're completing the electrification of the first of 42 cities this month, on the west coast of Haiti, that was ravaged by Hurricane Matthew last summer. So we are going to complete the first city of Les It will end up on the blockchain. We'll be able to monitor the power and the uses of that energy by the residents of Les And then we'll go out and deploy microgrids to the other 41 cities on that coastline. So there's lots going on, place
1: yeah you are doing some amazing things. you gave me some goosebumps for sure I just i it's amazing that it really is in in what you know ways that people can get involved that you wouldn't think of and wow, very 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 good things okay well, we look forward to seeing where you all go uh perhaps we'll see you here in in february um if not, we will continue to follow for our listeners again. This was Dan Bates the c e o and president of impact p p a Thank you so much, Dan. I appreciate your time, and I do
0: hope you feel better.
2: Oh, I, I'm, I'm on the mend. Thank you, Tracy. It's pleasure <laughs> being
0: here today. Thanks
1: so much. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto to hear directly from the top minds in this field,